Hello again everyone, Rainy here with another one shot for you all. Now that Colossal is done, we are working on starting up a new sort of, it takes a solo role playing game but it's going to turn it multiplayer and we're going to explore and see what we can do with Thousand Year Old Vampire coming up. But until then, we have a couple things coming, Troy's working on a solo session of his own and this week my wife and I sat down to attempt to play a little two-player ghost hunting game. Enjoy! Rainy here with my wife, Lynn, and we are going to attempt to play some two-player GM-less fun tonight. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Now, we're playing a game that is not really two-player or GM-less, but we're going to make it happen anyway. I felt like it was kind of up my wife's alley as far as her... What? I like ghosts. Ghosts are real. I know you don't believe me, but they're real. <laughs> yeah, ghosts. There we go. We are playing Ghost Club, an RPG by Andrew Dowell. I backed the Kickstarter a while back. I think there was recently just another like expansion Kickstarter that I'm pretty sure I also backed. But it's got a really fun vibe. It's somewhere between like Scooby Gang and if you've watched the new Netflix series Lockwood and Co. Or what are some other like obviously you like all of like the paranormal adventures and what's the what are the guys you like? I like Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, yeah. But this game is actually super fun and cute and cool. It is designed towards younger players, so it's spooky but a little silly. And I thought, this seems up our alley. We can do ghosts, we can do silly. Let's see how it goes. So Rainy and Lynn here are gonna do a little Improving, we're definitely, Andrew Dowell, if you ever hear this, we're definitely not going to play this by the rules to the T. We're going to be doing it a little bit stripped down to make this two-player GM-less possible. But yeah, we're going to play one of the pre-made adventures that came in the first Kickstarter. And I think, did we decide? Well, you like books, so I figured the library one, right? Yeah, and two of the DMs After Dark are librarians, so yeah. So we're going to be doing the Library of the Dead pre-made adventure. So if you guys like what you hear, I think this system sounds really, really fun. If you like rolling a lot of dice. I, I do. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to roll a lot of dice. So let's see. Let's see what we're in for and let's find out. We're going to skim the rules and make characters and just basically go as we go. So here goes. And the character sheet is adorable. Yes. Always nice to have a well-designed character sheet. So the game comes with a little bit of a built-in setting that we're kind of, we're going to be playing sort of it, but we're not going to be playing the full Twin Falls. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. Which is obviously a reference to a very popular TV show in the- Wait, what TV show? Twin Peaks. I've tried to get you to watch it for oh. a whole long time. Oh, okay. All right, continue. Sorry. So I'm just going to read the intro, though, to kind of give you an idea of the vibe of the setting. So it says here, Welcome to Twin Falls, population 102,865, parentheses, living. For a long time now, things just haven't been right. Sometimes it's a strange, disgusting smell. Maybe the light outside looks weird. But whatever it is, it keeps you up at night. You started asking questions to your parents and teachers, but you got one too many odd looks. Friends didn't want to hang out with you anymore because they just didn't see it. 
Your parents believed you were getting mixed up with the wrong crowd, playing too many video games. Maybe it's both, but probably not. Because it's not every day you see a ghost on the school bus. Several weeks ago, you were minding your own business, riding the bus home, trying to keep out of eye contact with that bully. But also, trying to act cool enough when you see an old lady sat a few rows down near the front driver. What the fudge, you think to yourself? When did she get on? Doesn't she know this is a school bus for kids? But the more you keep staring, the stranger it gets. She looks almost partly invisible now. And that's when you notice how icy cold it's gotten. Everyone's sitting in almost complete silence. The hairs on your arms stick up. The kid across from you looks frozen in time. Nobody's even looking at the old granny. It's like they're subconsciously avoiding her. But you do. And then you feel it. That strange sensation like everything's been building up towards this point. Everything weird and horrible in this town makes sense now. Slowly to your horror, the old ghost granny starts to turn her head around back to look directly at you. And she smiles. The face is indescribable with yellow eyes and protruding teeth that will give you nightmares for the rest of your life. Panic and fear wash over you like ice, water, and fire. Mustering all your strength, you look back at your friends and turn towards the front of the bus, inhaling, ready to scream for your life. But at that point, she's gone. That seat's completely empty. And you breathe out a sigh of relief. You start to try and convince yourself it was a trick. Maybe your parents are right after all. But then you see the lettering on the window right next to you. We will find you. The next day, a few other kids at school start telling stories of strange things that happened to them. And everyone laughs and makes fun, but you can tell they're telling the truth. They may try and hide it, but you know they're scared too. You approach the kids individually when they're alone and tell them to come to your house, 7pm that night. You're putting together a special group of friends. Welcome to Ghost Club. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into the rules right away. Uh, you do end up rolling a lot of d6, basically. And there are some other tables and things like that that we might be rolling other dice on. But let's go ahead and make some kids. Alright, I feel like we should be in middle school. Middle school? Yeah. Um, I think there's an age range. We might not be able to play that young. Like late middle school. Here. Oh, okay. 12, 13 is the youngest you can be. Alright. I'm gonna be 12. I'm gonna uh, Can we get to age? That's the fourth step, Lynn. Oh. There's quite a few steps, actually. I think that we don't necessarily have to do all of these. We'll come up with a name, which is technically number one, later. Do you wanna, unless, do you wanna roll for it? I wanna roll? Oh, yeah, let's Absolutely. go ahead and let's get random. Let's roll a couple dice and see what our names come up as. I got a 19. So I got a 2. I'm gonna do violet. Violet. Okay. It's number four. That's fine. It's not often you see my name on a list of character names, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play me. Oh, come on. Alright, I'll be Ellis. Ellis. Ellis and Violet. Mm-hmm. Alright. Then we have to pick our archetype. So there are five provided archetypes, but they do give you ways to make your own kind of stereotype for kids. But the five provided types are popular kid, nerd, Scout, Weirdo, and Rebel. And those all come kind of pre-made. Alright, between the Scout and the Weirdo. I'm also between Scout and... I'm trying not to play the type because I always play nerds, so... Well, I really like the starting item is a unicorn plushie for the Weirdo. So, the Weirdo. Alright, Lynn's gonna play the Weirdo. I will play the Scout. 
I like that I said I'm not going to play a nerd, but really, let's be honest, scouts are nerds. I was a scout. I can say that. I can say that. You were a scout? Yeah, I made it all the way up to Boy Scout and kept going and then... Easy learned. Then there are four attributes in the game. They are investigation, ability, knowledge, and bravery. So obviously investigation covers finding clues and things like that. Ability is mostly physical tasks, but also covers the actual banishing or capturing of ghosts. Knowledge is mental tasks and reducing what's called the spectral energy score of a ghost. And then bravery is a way you can actually mitigate damage to what is essentially your hit points in this game, which are called fear points. Now we have to pick an age, which does give us a bonus to our one of our scores. You said you were going to be 12? 12. So Violet is 12, you get a plus one to your bravery. I think that Ellis is going to be 14, so he's going to get a plus one to knowledge. Sure, Rainy, just lean into that nerd trope. Oh, and yeah, you just mentioned this. Um, each of the characters, the archetypes, come with a starting item, and that grants them a special skill. So your unicorn plushie grants you plus five to investigation once per game, and the scout has a flashlight, which gives them plus five to ability score once per game. All right, next, um, you never use your real name on a ghost hunt, because then the ghost knows your real name. So we need a nickname. So this is where I'm rolling a d20, and I'm just going with it. All right, I got a two. So my nickname is either Odin or Alpha. And oh my god. Oh, Christian's gonna crush me for this. But as a scout, he thinks like he's a wolf. He's a 14-year-old boy scout. Alpha. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Is that what it says? Like, oh, because the house is haunted? That's so true. I love that. That's genius. I got a 20. Here we go. Ooh. Bones. Ooh, Violet. Bones. I like that. Bones. All right, next up, we do have to pick our favorite color, which in a longer form game of this would matter because it matters what color uh, the items you find during investigations are. If the item color matches your favorite color, then technically it grants you an additional plus one bonus. So we might as well go for it just in case. Roll a d6. Who's D6? I'll take that. We both got a three? Yeah. We both like crimson red. Uh, I don't want us to both have it. Can I be six? You can be six. I want to be pink. Pink fuchsia. All right. And much like you never use your real name, you never show your true face and you must wear a mask. (laughs) So the ghost never knows your identity. There's a D10 table here with some pretty awesome masks. I kind of hope I get number eight just so it matches my alpha nickname. I don't like it, but whatever. Almost. <laughs> I got a seven, so my mask is Egyptian. And you can even draw it, too. Draw your own mask. Oh, draw your own mask. Mm-hmm. Two. A skull. How fitting. Bones. You have a skull. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm alpha. Egyptian. Maybe I do like an Anubis thing because Anubis was, isn't he a... Jackal, which is kind of like a wolf. Hacks. Yeah. We're going to go with it. He's 14. He doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. Next up is our bicycle type, 
which again, this is just for flavor, so we don't even have to really do this at all. I want to. I figured you did. Three. Do I have to go? With do you want to switch? Do you want to switch? That's I got the a one five. I want. <laughs> okay, I'll take the three. So I have a tricked out racer with LED wheel lights, and Lynn, your character Violet Bones with a skull mask, gets a classic one gear hipster bike with back pedal brakes. I love it. Yeah, if I could have picked these, he'd have been a much more thematically appropriate character. Next, we have to pick our favorite food. Again, I don't think this is necessary, but uh, there is an option in the game. You can take a break and go eat a snack, and it relieves some of your fear points. So, Eggs Benedict. I love Eggs You actually Benedict. love Eggs Benedict, and I hate that you just rolled for that. So that makes so much sense. Ew. I just got sushi, and I hate sushi. <laughs> that's a good one. Not only that, who's bringing sushi out on a ghost hunt? I think that's a great snack. Ugh. There are some questionable decisions here. All right, and next up is something that does matter and might come up, and that is a phobia. So we'll roll a d10 and see what we're afraid of and whether or not that comes up in the investigation. Oh. Yeah. I got a 10, which is actually, which actually makes Ellis alpha so funny because he has a fear of blood. <laughs> this badass scout kid, but the second anyone starts bleeding, he's just gonna faint. I have a fear of snakes. Fear of snakes? Okay. Alright, we're not gonna worry about where our home is because we're not really playing this longer than one session. And then there is an option with a bunch of misquotes from famous movies. Oh, we gotta at least do that one. I don't want to do it. Ah, fine. Go ahead. Roll it. Two. Treat yourself, fool. Yeah, I got a five, <laughs> which is I'm right here. Come get me. I don't even know what that's a misquote from. Please let me know if you know oh, what that's from. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know you wouldn't. You don't <laughs> know anything about TV and movies. And then technically we're supposed to pick a gang, but I think that in our version, we were kind of doing this more like Lockwood & Co. Yeah. So it's less about being in teen gangs in Twin Falls, and our characters are more... Um, if you watched the show Lockwood & Co. on Netflix, they're teenagers who... Basically, when you're young enough, you can still see ghosts and hauntings, but adults lose the ability to do so. And so teenagers are basically trained to be ghost fighters and ghost hunters and stuff like that for these big companies that deal with a haunted world. For our sake, I don't think our world's quite there yet, right? So maybe we're just like kids who, who just started. Yeah, who just started doing this. Yeah. I do like how the gangs have like sectioned off. They have territory, yeah. That is so, I love that. Yeah. So if you go on an investigation in another gang's territory, yeah, that could be interesting. But it does also say that oftentimes, and this makes it interesting, you can be from different gangs because it's basically like where you're growing up, right? Mm -hmm. So if you all go to the same school, you can do jobs together. In a longer game, there's like you can make money, you can do a lot of stuff. But for our purpose, for our one shot here, we're just going to do one, one investigation. And so let's go through the quick and dirty rules of how to play the game so normally a gm would have all of this information about the map of the location and all of this stuff behind a you know behind a screen or hidden up from the characters i'm not going to do that i'm also i haven't looked at the library of the dead so we're just going to go through it you know what i mean i don't know if andrew 
played a lot of Betrayal at House on the Hill or Mysterium or what's that other one we have? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. We got a the lot. one that has the app. Oh yes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Mansions of Madness. Yes. Um, it it has a very that kind of feel where you are going through a location and it's room by room and each room has a trigger or like certain interesting thing in it. So playing the game, it is you always start your investigation at 7 p.m. and it can go up to 6 a.m. the next morning. However, if you aren't done by 3 a.m., which is the witching hour, things get way harder. Ooh. Yeah. Kids have hit points, which are actually called fear points. If you ever reach 10 fear points, you become terrified and you literally run out of the house in the most efficient way possible. Any other kid you run past also has to make a bravery check or also gets terrified and runs out of the house. You can spend fear points to increase your rolls. Mm -hmm. um, so if we needed to do that. But the interesting thing is you roll a D6 pool equal to how many fear points you have left between what you're at and 10. So at the beginning of an investigation, you're going in confident. You're rolling 10 D6. Oh, I love that. You know what I mean? But as you get more and more scared, you are rolling less and less dice. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. How do you get them back? Uh, eating a snack, taking a turn to do nothing, and just like take a deep breath kind of thing. Okay. So here's what you can do on your turn. You have two actions each turn. You can move into new rooms and search for clues or items. Stay in the room you're in and search twice, or briefly rest and recover some fear points. Rainy hopping in here in the edit to say, we totally forget this is how you play this game, and in fact we also get the results of rolls wrong. I think it came out to be a pretty fun story regardless, but sorry. Once they finish their turn, they have to roll a d6. If that d6 comes up a 1, the ghost comes for you. Otherwise, you're safe. You can move through as many rooms as you want on your turn, but for each room you move through, you have to roll a d6. And if it comes up a 1, your turn ends and the ghost is there and it confronts you, right? Maybe they're all nice ghosts. Oh yeah, this is a game all about <laughs> nice ghosts for sure. So yeah, we're going to be starting at 7pm every turn. So once I go and you go, that's an hour of our investigation. So it's going to be a little rough with only two of us. I have a feeling we're going to struggle hard, but we're going Wait, to try. Wait, say that one more time? Each time, so if we both take our turn, mm -hmm. then it goes to the ghost's turn. Okay. And then we go again, mm -hmm. but that, that's been one hour. So we go, they go, we yeah, go. Yeah, we only get 11 hour. turns. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's not a go to each room once kind of thing. Like, we have to find this ghost, find the clues, and get this done quick. Gotcha. You know? Don't get sidetracked. Don't get sidetracked, which is not our strong suit. Nope, nope. Um, I'm a JRPG nerd, I so I... was thinking that. I, ne <laughs> I never just go through what I need to. <sighs> All right. When a kid uses an action to search, they need to make an appropriate attribute test. So that's our skills, right? Investigation, ability, knowledge, or bravery. Um, we're going to roll the number of D6 we need to, and then I think you add that number to the check. So then... If you are greater than the difficulty for that room, you succeed. You can always spend fear points, like take on fear to add one to your score for every one fear point you take. And then if you roll multiple sixes, basically your degree of success goes up. So if you roll two sixes on a thing, 
and succeed, then you're an overachiever. If you roll three successes and succeed, then you are a show-off, and those have certain special things that happen. We're just going to do an easy difficulty investigation here, which says we only need four clues in order to confront the ghost before we can summon it and banish it. So we're going to do a very stripped-down version of this, and I think that basically as we go through rooms, we're going to roll to see if we succeed. We are going to find items and things like that. We can carry up to five items in our backpack and one in our hands. If you get more than that, you have to swap them out. Items and things like that might give you bonuses to rolls, etc., or they might be what are called banishment items, which we will use to help defeat the ghost at the end. They all have certain abilities and stuff like that, which we'll read them when they come up. And yeah, I think that's good enough. We can always reference as we go. Oh, here's the note that you asked about. Snack time. A kid may decide to rest in a location. They spend one of their actions to take a bite or drink of their favorite food. Kids are always going to take their favorite food along for a ghost hunt. Ew, sushi. You have sushi. I have eggs, Benedict. Like, that's a weird snack. That is a, a <laughs> like, very weird that. snack. <laughs> like, to just, like, post up in someone's haunted location yeah. and be like, let me pull out my so breakfast. Like, yeah. Oh. Okay, love it. And then snacking removes three fear points, though. Ooh, so that's very good. That's, yeah, okay, good. If you consider that's 3d6 you're getting back for rolls, that's kind of bonkers. Now, do I only eat this one time, or can I eat this, like, multiple times? No, you only have one snack, I oh, think, okay. per I don't have, like, five eggs benedict in my bag? Okay. No, I don't think you have five <laughs> eggs benedict. You want to just get right into it? Let's do it. Let's wing it. All right, I'm going to read the intro to the Library of the Dead. The rumor in the schoolyard is that the library has a ghost problem. It was built on an old burial pit used during the Great Plague. Before that, it was sacred land for the indigenous people of the area. Out of character, that's incredibly, I love it. incredibly cliche. Now it's a cursed land. Every night, the spirit rises up and enters the library searching for revenge and destruction. Your ghost hunting skills still need some work, but you're prepared to banish this ghost no matter the cost. After all, what's a town without a library? You've arrived at the library, secured your bike, and are preparing to enter the property. Alright, let's see what happens. I kind of feel bad for this ghost. Never know. Maybe it's a nice ghost. Alright, well we're standing outside of the Twin Falls Library. It is 7pm. Dusk is setting in, Lynn. We've just chained our bikes to whatever you call that thing that you chain bikes to. <laughs> is it just a bike rack? Yeah. Is that all it is? library. You could tell I ride a lot of bikes. <laughs> all right. Well, the game does say that the youngest player goes first. All right. You're the youngest. I mean, like, do they know we're going to be going to the library? Like, the alarm's not going to go off when I go into the building, right? It's a cursed area. I think... I don't know. All right. Like, so is the door open? I guess. Oh, maybe I should. Well, see, I don't want to read ahead because <laughs> we're playing without a GM. But all right, we're going to read the entrance because we're going to go in. So it says here, the building entrance is new with large glass doors and electronic scanners for those inclined to help themselves to some books. In the last few years, the buildings had extensive renovations building upon the old foundations laid down when the town was first built. Having a spare key has opened the main doors and deactivated the security alarm. That's incredibly convenient. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We are, My mom's a librarian. Yeah, we, we are prepared. <laughs> cool, Bones, cool. 
And then it says, it's a typical library entrance with clean carpet and a service counter at one end. The return books box is overflowing, and it looks like they're very understaffed or preoccupied with something else. My mom needs to get to work. I can't wait <sighs> to hear Amber and Sarah's take on this. <sighs> All right, so I will take my key, open up the door, while I'm holding my unicorn plushie. Of course. And uh, Does your unicorn plushie have a name? Very important. Yes. Your bones, and it's fluff. Fluff. I like that. Fluff. Cool. All right, Bones. So, in the entranceway, you've walked in, you see the return books overflowing. To your left is the staff room and office you are probably relatively familiar with because of your mother. And beyond that, there is a supply room. And to your right, there is the young reader section, beyond which is a hallway that leads deeper into the library. Where do you want to go? Well... Knowing the history, right? I'm assuming I know the history that the, where the, this library was made on top of this area. That's oh. the rumors going around school, so. This is true. I'm going to go to the staff room, maybe, or the office. Maybe there's something like hanging that they found on the ground when they made the library. Is that stupid? No, that's fine. So do you want to go into the staff room and search? Yeah. Okay. okay. So... You're going to roll an investigation check. You still have all of your fear points remaining, so you get to roll 10d6. All right, so if any of those came up ones, you break things. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I, I got two ones. Okay, you got two ones. We'll, we'll deal with that later. So over the course of an investigation, you're supposed to keep tally of how many ones you get. Okay. And that's property damage. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, but anytime you roll a six, you don't, you can get rid of it to offset a one. I roll a six. It's kind of bad. You didn't roll a single six? No. Okay. Well, you, what is your highest roll? Five. Okay. And you add your investigation to this. So I got a nine. So you got a nine. All right. So the staff room is older than the rest of the library and must have been part of the original structure. See? Plays right into what you were saying. The air feels cold and there's a chill. Wet condensations building up on the inside of the window. The seats are old and worn with a large coffee table covered in scratches and dents. That's pretty old, too. However, when you search it, this doesn't say there's anything in there of interest. So now roll 1d6 and hope it doesn't come up a 1. Oh... I got a one. It does come up a one? Okay. Uh, All right. The dice are going in the jail. So we need to roll for the ghost. All right, let's look up what happens when you do that. Roll immediately on the ghost attack table to see the result. All right, Lynn, roll me a d20, and we're going to consult the ghost attack behavior chart. A one! I rolled so many ones. (laughs) Not a good start. The ghost moves quickly around the room, knocking over objects and causing D3 property damage. Go ahead and roll a D6. No. Five. Okay, so would that be three? Right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, that's three property damage. Objects go flying around the room and you have to dodge quickly to avoid injury. Make an ability test or suffer one unblockable fear point. Right. And you're rolling this ability test against the ghost. Which we don't know what it is yet, but I can check to see. I got three. 
You got a three? <laughs> oh, dude, you're taking one unblockable fear. <laughs> so you are at uneasy. Wow, strong start there, Bones. Immediately upon walking in here, we just get absolutely hammered, swarmed by a ghost. I guess I'll go next. I think it's only fair that I'd run in after you, okay. but as this ghost just makes a mess and goes through, I'd probably go through to the supply room and take a look. Or maybe to the office. What do you think? Um, you can't get to the office, right? Well, I could. I just have to roll 1d6 for every room I go through. Oh. So I'd have to roll 1, 2, 3, d6. Do it. Do it. So I'm going to go to the office. All right, and see if they have any information on this. Let me go ahead and roll 3d6. So I'm going to roll a d6 for every room I go through. Staff room. Okay, no worries. Supply room. No worries. Office. No worries. Okay, so now I get to do my investigation check. Now... Oh, that's some good stuff. Actually, it's a lot of fives, so it doesn't really help. I got one one, and I got one six. So I'll use the six, plus my five in investigation gets me an eleven. Oh, so actually, you just pointed out that this map has symbols on it. Yep. And for the symbol that's on any given room, that actually tells us what attribute we need to roll. And so I actually needed to use knowledge instead of investigation when searching. So that only gives me a nine. This pre-written one, obviously it assumes there's going to be a GM, so they're supposed to set the difficulty. For the sake of just making this interesting, I'll take a fear point to get it to 10 and call that good. Because I did just run through a room where a ghost just came at you. You know, flinging things across the room. Mm -hmm. So it says here, as I go through, I'll read these two. The supply room's clean and well-maintained. Overhead lights powerful and bright. You can feel the heat coming off the old bulb. Moving around is difficult, but in the office, it's a surprising mess. Books piled high. Hundreds of scribbled notes lay scattered everywhere. On a large board is a map of the town with string connecting several locations. It looks like the library manager. Is that your mom? Ooh, yeah. Has been involved with dark occult activities and is mapping the city's spectral ley lines. And because I succeeded in my search, I find a key. Ooh. Okay, so at the end of each of our turns, that's been an hour. So basically, like, we went in, got scared by that ghost. We took our time searching the staff room and office. Now we roll 1d12 to determine which of the 12 rooms on this map the ghost went to after it threw things at you. Do you want to roll the d12 yes, or do you want I me to? Yes, I do. Six. Six. Okay, so we have not gotten to room six yet. So just keep that in the back of our minds. Don't metagame. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that actually doesn't matter because we pretty much we have to go that way anyway. <laughs> yeah, looking at this map. All right, so I guess that means it's your turn again. You are the youngest player. You are in the staff room. Where to, Bones? I guess I'll head to the young reader's room. You're going to head to the young reader's room? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, do I have to roll dice again every time I enter a room? Or uh, You're going to have to roll 2d6 two. to see if the ghost comes at you in the entrance and then okay. again at the end of the... Kids. Three and five. Okay, so no ghosts come at you. 
So you go back through the entrance into the young reader's room. And so I'll read that. The overhead lights flicker, but won't fully come on. The corners of the room are in complete shadow. The blue carpet is clean, and there are lots of seats around the room. It's a great section of the library you have a soft, nostalgic spot for. Makes sense for you, Bones. For sure. You remember coming here on school trips when life was simpler, and it was just fun to be out of the classroom. And with my mom. Right, that too. <laughs> All right, are you searching the young reader's room? Absolutely. Okay, so that looks like you need to pass a investigation check. And I can only roll nine dice now, right? Correct. Nine because you have one fear point. That's a lot of ones. I only got two ones. Okay. But you got a six. Yeah. All right, so you're going to use your six to get to a ten on your search. It doesn't say anything is in here, unfortunately. Rainy hopping back in in the edits to say that when you succeed at one of these checks, you do find what you are looking for. So she should have found at least an item or money or something. But unfortunately, we goofed. But we can strike off that room. Alpha, there's nothing in this room. Keep on moving. (laughs) Oh, I forgot my nickname was Alpha. Why'd you remind me? All right, so that would mean that Alpha... <laughs> do we have walkie-talkies? Absolutely. Absolutely. And what are those things that they use? Like a wee-wee-wee-wee, and they, like, they're like they supposed to track energy? What are those called, Lynn? EMF readers? EMF readers. Duh. Do you have any... <laughs> Absolutely. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> All right. What uh, 12-year-old wouldn't? <laughs> what 12-year-old doesn't have an EMF reader? You're right, Lynn. Touche. Okay, so I'm going to have to roll a lot, because I have to go through the supply room, the staff room, the entrance, and the young reader's room. So I have to roll. Let's see if this ghost is coming after me. No. Back in the staff room. This thing hates the staff of the library. They hate the staff. So I'm actually going to... I don't even get there, because you turn around and you say, there's nothing over here, and then you turn around and let's see what they're doing to attack me in the staff room. I got a 20. That's probably not good. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this is amazing. It's like Casper up in here. The ghost tries to eat you whole. As oblivion swallows you, you feel your life energy being sucked out of you. Make a bravery test, followed by a knowledge test, or you lose three equipment items. I only have one thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a flashlight. Oh my god. <laughs> lose three items. Or immediately gain D10 unblockable fear points. That's like the worst thing you could have rolled, I think. I think that's the worst thing I could have rolled. Wow. Okay. I better roll a lot of sixes. Nope. Alright, I got two sixes, which means that I get a plus one to this, so a bravery test. So I got a six, seven, eight... Which is not going to be enough because we're rolling against this ghost. I'm not going to spend all those fear points. I don't have items in my backpack to lose, so I'm just not worried about that. Then followed by a knowledge test. Oh, even worse. I only got a 8 that time. So I'm going to take D10 unblockable fear points. I'm right in the entrance. If I run out screaming... (laughs) <laughs> you know, like Alpha does. I'll be back in a bit. I got six unblockable fear points. I went from uneasy all the way up to I'm straight up scared. 
What type of kid are you again? You a nerd? I'm a scout. Oh, you're a scout. I'm a scout. Wow, you're a skitty cat. Dude, maybe there was blood. <laughs> maybe there was blood and I just I peed my pants a little. And I just run. I don't actually run out. I'm scared, but I don't have to flee because I'm not terrified. I but look that, you in the eyes like, Alpha, focus. Focus on me. I look up and see your skull face and unicorn plushy. It's kind of glittery, too. And my hand starts trembling, grabbing my flashlight. Uh, but by the time I look down and flick my flashlight on, uh, the ghost has gone again. It unhinged its jaw and, like, attempted to swallow me. Ooh. Yeah. It's creepy. I have nightmares. I guess at this point, we should probably say, I mean, we're not supposed to know what kind of ghost this is, but it's I guess we like should. Let's it together. So it does say up here that this is a poltergeist, which in the book here is a pretty strong class three creature. So. And she's like an adorable little, like, Victorian era figure. Which is kind of weird for this, but that's fine. Yeah. And she tried to eat you? Like, that's hysterical. Yeah. And frightening. I love it. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's that's just the picture of what she would look like, but I guess technically this would be... Actually, you know what it could be? It could be like a ghost, like a... What's that Native American... I mean, like a cryptid. Pilgrim, like... No, like a Wendigo. They're like people who eat people, and they become like terrifying undead things. So that would make more sense. Remember that in all those Supernatural seasons we watched? I have no idea what you're talking about. What? No. Sure. Yes. All right. Well, two hours have already gone by, and we've barely made it out of the entrance. Can I roll the d12 this time to see where? Absolutely. Eight. Okay, so we're not there yet. All right, Bones. I look up. I'm starting to steal myself again. You can hear me shaking as I hopefully can get back through the entrance soon. How, how far ahead are you going, Bones? Um, I can see you're pretty nervous, so I'm not going to leave you too far. I'm just going to head into the hallway. This next hallway? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to move into the hallway, and you're going to search? I'm roll to five. Okay, so you, no ghost comes no and gets you. stay away from me. So you get to roll nine d6, and you are rolling ability in this room. As I'll read you the thing. The hallway is in almost complete darkness. Lights refuse to work. The floor feels uneven and creaky as you're walking over it. It has the smell of cleaning chemicals and old, musty air. The walls are aligned with portrait photos of previous librarians and black and white photos of the town. As you walk your way down, you swear the pictures move. They're watching you. I'm kind of like tiptoeing. Okay. Because I feel like because I like smashed some things like accidentally. Makes sense that, to like, be rolling ability then. So I'm trying to like be more quiet this time. Yeah. Not creak in the floors yeah. too much. On my tippy toes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. These ones. Maybe you got I two have, sixes. I do have two sixes. So what's your ability? One. Okay. So you get six plus one for ability plus another one for getting another six. And I think this is an easy room. It's just a hallway. So that would mean that you not only succeed, but you are an overachiever. However, this doesn't say there's anything in the hallway. No clues. So we're through half the rooms yeah. in like a third of the time and have found one of the clues, which is a key. All right. Here comes Alpha. You got it, Alpha. 
Come on down. Just go quietly. <laughs> what is this? The price is right. Come on down. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. All right. Um, here goes. I'm going to roll some D6s to get through the entrance and the young readers in the hallway. Okay. Entrance check. Young. Oh, I feel like you should be like, don't you have a wolf mask? No, Wolf was actually one of them. Mine is Egyptian, and oh. I think that's I think that's why Alpha. <laughs> Maybe it's like noisy, like because like don't they have like are you like are you thinking of King Tut? Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they got the stripes and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I guess not. I guess it's not. Maybe it's heavy. Yeah, I'm not sure about the uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about the tone that we're going for here. I don't know. Sorry. No idea what my character is doing. <laughs> my character does not know what he's doing. He's a 14 year old boy, and he's about to get creeped on by a ghost again. So here goes, gotta roll another d20 for what this ghost is gonna do to me. I rolled a 14. I thought that was a 20 again. It was almost a 20 <laughs> again. Alright, let's see what this ghost is gonna do to me. Oh, I'm kinda excited. The ghost is angered with your persistent investigating and attacks you with a powerful blast of putrid vomit. Ew. Blech. Inflict two fear points and consumes two ghost power level? I don't even know what that means. But I do think I can make a bravery check to ignore fear points, so I'm going to go for it. I only have a one bravery, which is very on brand for this alpha that I've been making. Yep. Uh, so here goes. Channel. Oh, dude, I only get to roll 3d6, because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm really bad at this game. I got, no, my highest was a four, oh. so I definitely don't pass. I take two fear points. And it consumes two power level, whatever that means. We'll figure that out. I'll make a note. All right. Haunting turn. Do you want to roll the d12? Find out where this ghost is. Well, don't we both take... Oh, that's right. From the second hour on, every turn, at the end of the turn, we take one unblockable fear point. Oh, that puts me... <laughs> that puts me... At ten. So I'm terrified, so... Eat your sushi really quick. Well, I run out to where the bikes are. And it actually says in the rules that I can go back in as long as the investigation isn't a failure. Let me double check what that says. But why don't you go ahead and take one more unblockable fear point and then roll a d12. See, you need to, like, channel the shows I watch that you make fun of. You're not doing it. I get a four. All right, so it's all the way back in the supply room. Yeah. It likes that staff room, supply room, office corner, which makes sense because it said one of those was very old, right? The, 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 the staff room or the office. Yeah. So that's where it's been hanging out. I just booked it outside. All right, so yeah, it says here that when a kid becomes terrified, they run screaming for their life out of the location back to their bike. The movement's automatic, takes place immediately. They take the fastest route possible. I was stuck in the entrance anyway, so I book it when this thing throws up on me. But when I get outside to the cool night air, now that it's 9 p.m., I see that I have not been puked on. It's almost 10. Almost 10. Yeah. And I can take a few deep breaths, put my sushi in my backpack, take a deep breath. <sighs> Enjoy that sushi, that texture you love so much. N me personally, no, but Alpha clearly loves it. <laughs> and I think that uh, he musters the courage, knowing that Bones is in there alone. First off, Bones is younger than him, so he's like, I can't. This is not. 
I can't. This ain't how it goes. So, luckily, I'm right outside the entrance. You're only a few rooms forward. But uh, it says here that my fear points will reset to normal next turn. So I can come right back in. But you're going first. You probably just heard me book it out of there. Well, now is it the ghost? Does the ghost need to go? No, the ghost isn't in the room. Sorry. You rolled for the ghost yes. and went back to the supply room corner gotcha. of the Now it library. is me turn. I am going me to turn. the main library. All right. Out Ooh. through the hallway. and I got a three. So you're good. Nothing's going to bother me. And yeah, do you want to... You walk into the main library, which is the largest room here, obviously. This was the original library. You can see parts of the stone wall, which would have been as old as the town itself. The room has a history of being haunted, and tonight is no exception. Several books go flying off the shelves in your direction. A low, giggling laugh can be heard behind you. Do you want to search this room? I feel like... I need to use my unicorn plushy starter item, which has a special skill of plus five to investigation once per game to investigate this room. Because the library, the main library is definitely going to have something. Like okay. she's throwing books at me. She wants me out of this room. I think this room says you need to use knowledge, but let's double check the rules and see if this investigation will help you. Yeah, this does say that you would need to roll knowledge, but I mean, I'm fine with saying fluff helps. If you want to use that now, I don't see why not. I'll give it no, to you. No, that's fine. I'll hold fluff. All right, so you get to roll 8d6 because you are only nervous. I rolled 1-1 one, one, and 1-6. One, that's a lot. Of, you're rolling a lot of property damage. You're messing some stuff up. Yeah. Here. But again... It's really the ghost. If you think about it, they threw a bunch of stuff in the office, the yes. staff room, at you. They're throwing books off here. I can talk my way out of this. Yeah, this was totally all ghosts. This isn't you. Uh, but you got one six. Yep. So you got six plus your knowledge, which is... Ten. Ten total? I think that's a. I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you're ever supposed to get, like, fourteens, fifteens on here. We're doing a nice, easy starter adventure in the library. <laughs> and so it does say, searching the room reveals a secret compartment in one of the old walls. Something's been taken, which once was locked away. If you can find it, maybe it will help your investigation. Ooh. So, you find it, but that thing's already been taken out. I like that twist. That's that's good. Can I see, like, a dust mark of what it could have been? We can say that you have an idea. Like, was it big or small? Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm not reading ahead. No spoilers, <laughs> Lynn. Jeez. Normally I would just improv and make stuff up and tell you, but this is going to be a real thing, so I can't just make it up. All right. So, over the walkie, you hear, Sorry, Bones, got a little distracted. Alpha's on his way back in. I probably should have checked out on you. Sorry. I knew you were fine. Yeah, totally. All right, I'm going to walk through the entrance, bravely, right through those pff, lame young readers' books, through the hallway, into the main library to join you. Let me see if I can even get that far before this ghost is all up on my ass again. I'm, gonna, like, I'm cheering you on through the walkie talk. All right, here goes. Entrance. Okay. Uh, young readers. Okay. Hallway. Okay. Main library. 
Okay. All right. Now, where should I go? We're in here. You show me this little alcove of a part of the old original wall that's been revealed and we find that something has been taken. From this room, you can see there's another storage room. There is a public electronic workspace of the computer room, a reading area, and then there are bathrooms in the back. Maybe I'll go to the... I'll go to the computers. Does that seem all right? Sure. I'm going to go to the computer room. Like ghost-like energy. Oh, see, I was thinking ghosts would probably not like technology. No, they they actually absorb the technology. Oh, well, see? Alpha doesn't know that. This is why Alpha sucks (laughs) at this job. All right, I'm going to roll one more d6, see if it comes. Oh, that was so close. Oh, that was so close. It went from a one to a two. All right, no ghosts, and I'm in the public electronic workspace. A modern and clean room with a dark red carpet. The library has a good grant system to maintain such a room. Several computers are on and running diagnostic checks over the evening. As you look closer, you don't recognize the writing on the screen. It looks more occult, like symbols calculating something. Oh, snap. That's pretty terrifying. I'll search this room. Let's see if I can make any sense of it. I would need to roll ability. I do have plus two ability, and I have no fear points anymore, so I'm rolling the full ten. One six, one one. Not very good. I only got I only got an eight. Now my flashlight does allow me plus five to ability once per investigation, but I'm gonna save that. Because yeah. I'm gonna save that for the confrontation. Alright, so unfortunately I find nothing in the computer lab. Is it funny? I'm just imagining the library that Amber works at, and Sarah just recently stopped working at. But um, oh, I should mark my ones. We're doing a lot of damage. Yeah, I'm at $20 of damage right now. So that brings up the haunting. And this is our, what, fourth turn? Well, I'm I'm jumping to Skippy now. I mean, oh my gosh. I'm jumping to Jumpy. Oh, that's that what they call four fear points, yes. three fear points? You're Jumpy. Yes, the one unblockable will take me to uneasy. And now we have to roll the d12 to find out where the ghost goes. Wait, you, wait. you rolled the last one. Oh, okay. Good. Didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Five. All right. It's making its way towards us. It's in the young reader's room. All right, youngin. So it is 11 o'clock right now. Mm-hmm. We are rapidly approaching witching hour. We only have five rooms left. Where is it that Bones wants to go? The storage room. The storage room. For sure. Okay. Uh, so you go into the storage room, and what do you want? What do you want to take a look at? I. Oh, you want me to read it? What? I gotta go in there first. Oh yeah, go ahead and roll your d6. See if the ghost comes. Nope. Okay. As you open the door, a smell hits you in the face. Ew. Something must have died in here. Like, what does it smell like? It says maybe a cat or a raccoon, because it is terrible. Yeah. You're gonna be sick. The room's large enough to have several boxes, one of which is marked Lost Property, and a few black bin bags thrown in. On the far wall is a large bookshelf with hundreds of books ready to be organized and put back into public circulation. I definitely have to investigate this room because... What's that smell? Because ghosts, when there's like bad, bad ghosts around, they smell. 
Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. You're this the is, expert. This is, this is like real life stuff, man. Bones. You know what you're talking about. All Bones. right, Bones. Uh, go ahead and roll your 6d6. And you are adding your ability. Am I investing no ability? I got one one and one six. Plus your ability. Which is one. So seven. That ain't uh, good. If you take, I'll say if you take one more fear point, Absolutely. I'll give it to you. I mean, I'm a little afraid of the smell. Like, that's terrifying. Like, I know that's like, that's like bad stuff. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Because you took that one fear point, I do think that your ability check did succeed enough to give you the clue, which is that that bookcase, something about it. And I see that there's like scrapings on the ground that it was moved open and like dust yes. is like cleared. Yes. So you can move it. And because it's an ability check, you need to push this bookcase. Yeah. Behind it, you find an old door. But that door is locked. I walk in. Okay. I say, Alpha, Alpha, are you there? Yeah, I read you bones. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say you found something earlier? Uh, there was an old key in the office. Over. I know where it goes. Over. <laughs> Wilco, I'll be right there. I just need to sprinkle a little tinkle. <laughs> uh, didn't need to know that, but. <laughs> There is in the storage room by the main library, just so you know. No, 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 I'll, I'll be right there. Roger. That. Never use full names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I do get one more turn. I should go there, but technically I think we need to get four clues. So we had the, the key. key is one. We have this door. Mm -hmm. And technically there was that alcove. Yeah. So there's the reading area. And the restrooms are the only two rooms we haven't checked other than the secret room mm -hmm. behind the locked door. So I'm going to go through the reading area and I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick because I think that almost being attacked or swallowed by a ghost twice has made, made Alpha have to take a pee. Why didn't you just pee outside? Because, uh, that's a great question. <laughs> All right. Alpha's going to roll... 1d6 to get through the reading room. 3, so we're good. And then roll 1d6 to see if I'm attacked in the bathroom. I rolled a 5. I have not. That would have been pretty funny, though. Alright, so... <laughs> Alpha goes into the public toilets, and they're clean. But there's another terrible smell. Now, that could be ghost-related, or that could just be disgusting. You. <laughs> pooping your pants. It's me, yeah. It's, it's me pooping my pants. <laughs> The floor is wet and cold, the water pipes rattle, and it sounds like the room itself is moaning. Nearly all the sinks have a leak and are slowly overflowing with a dark brown muddy water. <laughs> the on only the emergency light is working, and the little light it emits is barely enough to see. It's pretty dark and not somewhere you want to hang out. Okay, well, he's going to sprinkle his little tinkle. I don't know why I keep saying that. I've never said that in my life. I don't know, that's weird. It is weird. I've been talking to a toddler too much today. And I'm going to roll my knowledge check here to see if I can find anything in the bathrooms. Oh, hold on. I got to get rid of one of these dice because I am uneasy. Oh, yikes. There are three ones there and my highest is a five. Plus my knowledge of three is eight. Do you think that's enough to find anything? Um... Yeah. 
Wow, you're super generous. Thank you. Okay, it says here, the missing book can be found here. If returned to the main library, the players will find a clue. Hmm. I don't think we're even going to bother. I'm going to call that the fourth clue. <laughs> the fourth clue. And I guess we'll head towards you in the storage room with this key. Maybe you find a cultist book. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Or maybe... You know what? Just, some symbols, just like to the be cool. Of the no, no, think about like all those like cheesy shows you watch. Like, like think of like Lockwood cheesy and Co. Shows? No, no, no. I'm saying Lockwood and Co. wasn't super cheesy, but no, like, okay. but think about like the clue would be returning the book to the missing spot and finding that like oh. the letters on like the library catalog thing mm-hmm. like spell something out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, clever. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see if. uh if that comes up, but I got, it's your turn to roll the d12 to see where this ghost goes. Well, don't we take another... We do take another unblockable fear mm-hmm. point. And what time is it now? It is midnight. And I am rolling a d12? You're rolling a d12. Please don't roll a 12, because I don't want to get attacked in the bathroom. I rolled a 4. Okay, so it is back in its corner, the old corner of the uh Get the back, library. ghost. All right, so it is your turn. You're waiting for me, so how about we just swap, and I'll head... Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So we'll say that I return the key and then realize that it reads something like, maybe you know what it reads? It's like Poltergeist. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And then, so I'm going to, I have to roll one, two, three, D6 to see if the ghost attacks me. And with my luck, it will. It didn't. I got a five, a five, and a four. So I make it all the way to you, Bones, and uh, you show me this door and... I sorry, you keep saying bones, and I keep thinking my mask like glows in the dark. It's ah, really cool. like uh, did you ever watch the Overwatch short with Sombra? Yes, there's yes. a gang. And that is were... totally my mask. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Sorry, no, totally. Fine. All right, so let's go to the secret back room. It says here, you turn the key and press hard against the old door <laughs> as you <laughs> nice fully work. As you feel, as you push, you feel the handle twisting the other way. Something's trying to keep you out. As you struggle harder, the door suddenly gives way and you stumble into the room with a rush. The room is empty. Nobody's in here but us. We must pass a bravery test or suffer D3 unblockable fear points. Now, here's where I think we do have to start considering we are up against the ghost. Let's go ahead and say this is a 10, which I think is pretty much impossible for me to pass. Mm-hmm. But that way I'll take the fear points because. It makes it more interesting. Yeah. So I'm rolling eight D six. What are you at? Five. Oops. What is this? A six and a one. Oh, it's a one. I got two ones. Yikes. And a six. Bravery reason. Bravery. So I got a eight. An eight. Okay. Uh, do you want to take two fear points to pass this, or are you? Yeah, gonna... I feel like we're in the glass shebang. Okay. I'm. Uh, I got two sixes. Plus my one bravery, which would be seven, but the second six makes it an eight. I'll also take the two, uh, just in case my D3 unblockable was three, you know. I feel like my my knees are starting to shake, my palms again sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Arms are heavy. There's vomit on Alpha's sweater. It's sushi. Treat yourself. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you used your quote. Well done. I don't remember what mine was. I don't even remember. I didn't write it down. You didn't write it down? I think it was, I'm right here, come get me. Which actually, in this situation, seems pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. 
So in this room, a large table has several books harnessing spectral energy with occult items. Rune protection, opening hell gates, let's go Buffy, and using ley lines as conduits. On a wall-mounted board is a photo of us and our friends. Written under it is the word potential. Ooh, Ooh, that's terrifying. As you move closer, the room starts to shake violently, the light suddenly dims, and it gets icy cold. You feel something touch the back of your head. Let's roll investigation tests to grab the book of room protection and draw the correct symbol on the floor or suffer an instant terrified. Oh, jeez. Well, I am going to use my fluffy unicorn. Oh, this is for an investigation check? Yeah. Okay. So you get plus five to this. All right. Come on, Fluffy. I got a ten. Total? Wait, no. Plus four. Fourteen. Nice. I got two sixes, so that's actually very good for me, because that means that I get seven plus my investigation of five, which is twelve. I think. I think with a twelve and a fourteen, I think we do it. We grab that book, and we are not instantly terrified. Nope. And it says, congratulations, you're safe for now and found something very special on the table. No. Which means that we are going to the summoning section. Oh. So that's phase three of um, an investigation. We have the summoning, the battle, and then the banishing. Okay? Oh, so, man. yeah, we're almost done. All right. I feel like I need to, like, eat. I'm going to eat my, my eggs. I'm going to eat my sushi. <laughs> We we put a salt Wait, you already circle. You ate your sushi. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't eat your sushi. No, we put a salt circle around ourselves and we snack real quick when we read this book. <laughs> yes. So we get a short little, a very I short three montage. Back. Three fear points back. Yeah. Yes. Snack time. Again, just to bring it back to supernatural, this gives me big men of letters bunker vibes where they're down there. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we're in the secret room. I need some pie. Oh, Dean pie. Yeah. Mm. Alright, so we're going to go to the summoning. Once the investigators have found enough clues, they can summon the ghost. So it says here, oh, that was another turn, though. It is midnight. We are rapidly approaching witching hour when it would get more dangerous. So let's roll a d12. Is it my turn for that? Your turn. Oh my gosh. So close. It is in the storage room right outside. It can't come closer because we put the salt down. Yes. Nice. Nice. Alright, so we are going to the summoning. It says here, Summoning phase is broken into three challenges. We must make an investigation test against the ghost's power level, which allows us to locate which room the spectral energy is most focused in, the location of the ghost. Then, we must pass an ability test versus the ghost's power level. And then, we pass a knowledge test versus the ghost's power level. I think after each of these, I'm going to home rule it because there's only two of us. After each of these successes, we're going to roll 1d6 and reduce its power level. Because that's kind of how the battle works. Yeah. But we're going to roll it into one. So who has the better investigation of the two of us? Me. I have a five, actually. Oh, you. Unless, did you use your plus five? I did. You did. Okay, so that was once per thing. Yep. What's your fear at? My fear is a four. Okay. But I feel like we're supposed to get it again. I'm only... Oh, we are supposed to get it again. So put it up to five. And I'm at... I'm only at two after my sushi because I was terrified way back when. So I'll do the investigation check and read this runic protection book. I'm rolling 8d6. And we're rolling against the ghost's power level. So let's go up to the poltergeist here. 
doesn't it get like a plus three right now? Why? Of like something that happened earlier? Oh, it, it Vomiting got on two. You? Yeah, it got two power. You have money for defeating this? We're gonna have to pay back all the damage. Yeah, we pretty do. much. We've <laughs> rolled a lot of ones for sure. Okay, so it says here power level sixteen. That seems really high. <laughs> I feel like we're not playing this game well. Or right, probably. Right is probably the correct term. I'm having fun, though, so... Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I love the vibe of this. I love it. It's very fun. I'm not sure we're playing it right. <laughs> Here goes with a knowledge check. Okay, I got one, two ones, but I got a six, which makes that an 11 against its 16. So I have to take five fear points. <laughs> All right, I take five fear points to get there and we have investigated to find out where we need to banish it from i feel like it only makes sense that it's back in that corner that it's been in the whole time like the staff room supply room office trio what do you think yes okay yes i'm sorry i'm focusing on it apparently salty french fries banish it because they're salty yeah get no. it? it's salt why don't i have french fries on me Probably because we didn't have a GM who was supposed to prep this kind of thing, and we're I just winging it. I think I have it. French fries. You have no, you have eggs Benedict. <laughs> I ate it. Yeah, I mean, my, I bet you my sushi was pretty salty. Yeah, seaweed salty. Yeah, blew it. Had to go and eat my sushi. Infrared thermometer, though. I feel like I had that. Like instead of an EMF reader, I had that. I was reading the temps. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, maybe my maybe my EMF is also infrared thermometer that you gave me when I found. Okay. Why would a bandana banish it, do you think? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, so next we need to make an ability check and as much as I hate to say this, I think I should do it too. Uh, save you for the knowledge because I have my flashlight which gives me plus one to ability once do per it. thing. Now are we rolling to see if we get attacked on the way? That would be one, two, three, four, five. Six D six. Yep. All right, we both have to do it, I guess. All right, good, good, good. Not good. One, two, three. <coughs> They're gonna attack me in the young reader's room. I passed. You're gonna get there. Yep. All right, so we'll say this is my ability check. What is the ability check for? Prepare a binding circle to hold the ghost in the room. All right, so it's gonna attack me first. So we'll do that, and then we'll say I get there. Is that fair? Let's just keep this moving along. D20 on the behavior thing. 13. Lucky number 13. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. I love these. The ghost gives out a shrieking wail, frightening everyone. Three fear oh. points on all kids on the location. Also consuming D3 ghost power levels. Oh, maybe when it uses this, its power level goes down because it's using abilities. Oh. So it would have been 14. Yeah. So I'm technically two less fear at the moment. Yes. Okay. And that then sense. we're learning things. And then so this brings it down another three. So that's down to so it's 14. Now it's 11. Mm -hmm. And it also says that these are fear points, but they're not unblockable. So we can make bravery checks against an 11 to ignore those three. Absolutely. All right. So I'm rolling five D6. Same. I got one six. I got two sixes. All right, so six, seven plus bravery, That's eight, nine. Two. So you can take two instead of three. And I got six, seven, so it's not going to make a difference for me. I'm going to take the three. 
How many points do I need to take? Two instead of three. So we're both at... Oh, no, I'm at eight and you're at seven. Mm-hmm. All right, but so that's going to... I am scared. I am frightened. All right, I'm going to get to the staff room with you and attempt to do this binding circle. That's going to be a ability test versus the ghost's power level. So I'm only rolling 2d6, but I get plus five to this. I need a six or a five so I can take one fear point and get there. But then I will be petrified right before terrified. All right, ready? I got a five. Nice. So I can take one fear point up to nine. I'm only rolling one D6 for all of these things from here on out. But we've created the binding circle that will hold the ghost for the battle. Last up is the knowledge test against the ghost's power level, which at the moment is 11. Do you think you could pass that? Um, You're rolling three. Yes. 11 you said yeah so you're gonna have to also roll a five or a six to yes. do it without getting terrified all right come on deuces oh no so it says here that the ghost will attack us and your turn is over if the gm takes a turn in this phase the ghost will be bound to that location and will attack that kid Okay, so we do get it bound there, mm-hmm. but it's going to come at the cost of an attack. That's fine, because where am I right now? I'm in the staff room? Yeah, we're both in the staff room trying to yeah, bind I it. I mean, if I get terrified, I can run out and get mm-hmm. all my points back. And True. Far from and as long as one of us is still in here. Exactly. Go ahead and roll a d20 to see how it attacks you. Oh, I love getting attacked. It's so fun. Seven. I was kind of hoping for the 20. The ghost reaches out a rotting limb and touches the floor. A mark of decay spreads out quickly across the room, causing D10 property damage. You have to quickly jump to higher ground to avoid injury, make an ability test, or suffer one fear point. Alright, alright. So, make an ability test. I don't think you can succeed, even. Six plus one. Okay, so you're going to take one fear point. Okay. Then... You have to roll a d10 to find out how much more property damage it does. <laughs> we are destroying the library. It is going to be four. four. Okay, that's not the worst. We are going to literally, we're going to stand outside the rubble of our library and be like, but we got the ghost. <laughs> Two idiots. <laughs> Three dudes. Okay. So you do that. We are both petrified, right? Yep. Oh, no, you're frightened. I'm petrified. So then we go to the battle. At the start of the battle, the kids must take make a bravery test. If they fail, the ghost scares the hell out of them, and they take unblockable fear. Oh, it's the end of a turn, too, so I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> Alpha! Where are you going? Yeah, man, I, I don't have an answer for you. I, like, I just, I'm scared. I feel like you're just running with, like, your hands up in your ear. Like, ah, I gotta leave! Yeah. You gotta hold it down for a whole thing. You might. Oh, goodness. Actually, this makes sense. It's probably the best that we both get scared out of there, but we've bound it to that room. Mm-hmm. We can catch our breaths and come back. Can we do that, though? Does one of us have to be in the, in the house? It, I don't know. It says it's bound there, right? Until morning, I think. All right. 
We'll just keep Let me see here. Yeah, we just keep running in and out. It does say if all kids are scared out of the house at the same time, the investigation is over and the ghost has escaped. Lynn, you need to somehow pass this bravery test. <laughs> you literally can't. I don't think I can. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. I'm a little disappointed in you. In me? Yeah, <laughs> I played. I rolled absolutely terribly. I was scared in like the first two rooms. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I know ghosts aren't your thing. This is and true. You don't, this is you don't true. believe in them, but you know. I did pick this game for you because I thought it was in your I wheelhouse. I thought this was a cute game. I liked it. I would. I want to play more of this. I think with more people, mm-hmm. it's certainly more doable. I want to GM it because I will wreck people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Well, I guess we end it there. We bind it, and then we book it. <laughs> Pun intended, library. Oh. Oh, wow. You're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, Andrew Dowell, we're sorry that we probably did not do that even remotely right. But we had a good time. Yeah. No, I love I love the concept. Yeah. Well, like I said, I believe there was just another Kickstarter. I'm not sure if they're doing late pledges or if you can get in on that. After the fact, I will link where you can get Ghost Club, the RPG, in the comments of this podcast episode. And, um, you know, do you want to say anything before this episode's over? Ah, it was fun hanging out with you. (laughs) Yeah, because normally (laughs) when I'm doing these things, you're off doing something else. Now you get to see my weird weirdness when I'm recording. When you're recording? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you like what we do, follow us on those socials and hit us up. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, whatever. Just engage with us. Talk RPGs. If you're excited about a new game you found, tell us about it. If you want to hear about what we're into, ask us about it. If you want to talk to us directly, you can email dmsafterdark at gmail.com. You know, come hang out on Twitch when we stream every other Friday. We're doing RuneQuest for the foreseeable future, running the six seasons in Sartar campaign. And we've got a few more things in the pipeline coming. I think we are taking a pretty long break from what we used to do called Modified Roles. But if you like that kind of content, RPG discussion, design, running the game kind of tip things, let us know because we are certainly open to doing more of it. But we are having a good time. I just wrapped up my solo series of Colossal. We're going to be working on another collaborative but sort of solo journaling game where we'll be writing letters to one another in Thousand Year Old Vampire soon. And I think Troy's got a solo game coming. And I obviously want to keep doing playing with myself on the internet. So we've got lots of RPG content coming your way. Hopefully you enjoy it. So normally this is where we would apologize, Lynn, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Sorry, I nicknamed my kid Alpha. I don't apologize for anything. Yeah, that's accurate. I made wonderful. Violet Bones was cool. I'm going to be honest. eggs. Like, that was kind of weird. Mm, yeah. But I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, we didn't even think about all those terrible smells. Could have just been your deviled eggs? It could have been. Oh, I love deviled eggs. Oh, wait. Was it Eggs Benedict? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, until next time. Go check out a spooky haunted place. (laughs) No, don't do that. (laughs) Good night. Bye.
the rumor in the school. <laughs> Not get to that voice. Do it. No. Come okay, on. No. Keep going. 